The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life that keep you from moving forward. The best part is you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven mindset reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence. And yay, we're here again on another amazing day getting to talk about mindset and to take a step back and do a little something for ourselves, which is is to jump in and, and look at where where's our head today? <clears throat> where's your head today? Where's your mind today? What are you thinking? And is it in your favor? Are you winning? Are you winning in your mind today? Take a second and think about that. Are you winning in your own mind today? today? It's a big question. It's a really big question. And today we're going to talk about minding your money. You know, I, I'll never forget the first time I heard someone say, there's a couple of things that people are always really hesitant to talk about. Sex, money, and politics. And today we're going to talk about money because really what we think about money is often that's exactly how we treat it. And what we don't think about money, that's exactly how we treat it. We don't think about it. And so the truth is, is that even money, even something that, you know, we have to have, we have around us, and I know there's argument, we don't necessarily have to have it. There's so many things that we can do in an exchange, but there's money is an exchange. There's an exchange of something. Even in a barter system, there is an exchange. And even though the word's not money when we barter, there is something exchanged for a value of something else. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, is this consciousness around money and what we think about it and, and how we see it and how we view it and what we do with it. And so today it only seems so appropriate to have my special guest, Dr. Cynthia Cavalcanti, um, uh, also known as, and you've seen her website, cindymillion.com. But I'm so excited to have her with us because, because Cynthia can share with us this interesting perspective of <clears throat> having, having a background and career in the financial arena and then stepping into the world of of spirituality as a minister and executive director um, who's who is on this path of really helping people to take a look at the connection between wealth and consciousness, the connection between how money shows up for us and how we're aware of it and and the spiritual side of it. Yes, there's a spiritual side to money and how we handle it. So I'm so excited, um, Cynthia, to have you today on our show so we can talk about so we can talk about money. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you, Prudence. It's a real honor. Thanks. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, since I started the show, this has been one of the topics that's been on my head to find the right person to talk about the money mindset. And, and you know, there's a lot of financial advisors in the world. There's a lot of people who can give you the nuts and bolts about money and talk about, you know, if you invest this way, this is what this can look like and 401ks and IRAs and all of that. But what's important to me, especially on a show like Mindset Reset, is the 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 emphasis we place around money and how it moves us in our life independent of you know making m- making the the dollars and cents of okay I'm going to invest in this and now I know I'm taking care of we we need to talk about it and have this conversation so it was important to me to find the right person so I'm so glad that that you and I've met and let let's talk about money I I first want to ask you how did tell us your story how did this come about for you and how did this all fit when did you first learn that 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 money was tied to the consciousness of and the and the I'm, I, this is a really big question that money is tied to consciousness and that there's this whole spiritual side to to how we think about money. Well, let me give you my short life story in a nutshell. And, and it actually started on the spiritual side. I was raised um, in in northern Italy. I was born in the states, but. Did my elementary schooling in northern Italy in um, an Italian Catholic school, and when I was six years old, I was called to the priesthood. <laughs> oh wow! At six, <laughs> wow! You're a very smart six-year-old to know that already. <laughs> wow! And um, when I expressed that to to my teachers, who were nuns. You know, they they quickly informed me that that would not be a possibility, given that I was a girl. And um, so, long story short, um, you know, I kind of abandoned that path, although the calling would resurface here and there. And uh, when I was in my 20s, I dropped out of college for about seven years, and I pursued uh, a career in the financial arena and was very successful and had, I think, a lot of latitude to be really creative. But along the way, I just, I had to think, because of observing people who had a lot of money but felt uh, very restricted. They, they had a scarcity, and I would not have called it mindset all those years ago. But today I would call it a scarcity mindset. And then I would work with people who, on paper, seemingly didn't have very much financial wealth, but they moved very abundantly and happily in the world. And it just, the light dawned one day, and I thought, okay, there, there is something besides this, this currency we call money. There's, there's another piece, and I don't know what it is. And uh, so I went looking for that. I went on a quest that ended up being a, a spiritual quest. And then my my calling to ministry, no longer the priesthood, came back. And, and it just seemed like everything came together. Um, but it would still be a number of years before in my ministry I started to really lean back into the, the financial piece, the money piece. But again, all along observing, and even in my own life, how regardless of a, a checkbook balance or the amount of cash in a wallet, that didn't seem to be the ultimate determining factor in abundance or prosperity. 
You know, so I never. It really I, is a mental state. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about from the other vantage point. You know, I'm I'm not a financial planner. I'm not a, you know, that's not been my career path. And yet, I never stopped to think about what what it must sound like on your end getting to hear. Um, getting to hear people's stories as they talk about it. You know, I, I, I've heard many stories, but to hear it from that end when you're actually then, you know, in such a, money can be such a vulnerable place as you, you know, as somebody's coming in and saying, here's, here's my dollars and cents. This is, this is what I've accumulated and these are my visions of my life. And, and then to, to be able to sit with someone like you and, and for you to hear, hear their stories and then to be able to say, wow, this person's really coming from this place of scarcity or this person's coming from abundance. I can only imagine the things that you, that you learned about people sitting in that position. I'd never really thought of it from that vantage point. Yeah. And, and ultimately it boils down to not the money, but our relationship with the money. Or not even the money, but money in general. What is our relationship to money? You know, um, what is our money mindset? I love that you you have the word mindset in the title of your work, Mindset Reset. And, you know, I call my program, well, a variety of things. I think we're settling now uh, for the, the permanent version of the Millionaire Mindset 30-Day Challenge because there is a millionaire mindset that, again, has nothing to do necessarily with an amount of money. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's you know, it's in 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 my book there's definitely a section around um around money because it it's it's amazing how much there how much money influences our lives whether we think it does or think it doesn't. You know, you hear about relationships that break up because of money and finances. You hear about um people who who become so fixated on it that they get lost in it. You know, we, we're, you know, you're told biblically don't worship money or there's, there's so many money has such a stigma around it. And yet there's, there's no pun intended. There's value in really understanding what we believe and how we understand money and how we treat it. How do you help people with understanding, with learning for themselves, what is their mindset around money and, and to begin to, help them um, have a healthy relationship with it? Well, you know, life leaves clues. And so I'm blessed that I think I'm naturally a very good listener. And I know how to ask really highly calibrated questions, and we can explain more about what that means in a minute if, if necessary. And, and But what I tend to listen for is what's behind the, the, the talk about the money. You know, we're so conditioned as humans to, to be in monetary transactions, whether it's paying rent or mortgage or a car payment or buying the groceries or kids' tuition, whatever it is. We have this stuff called money that comes in and then it goes out to other places that we, most people, not us, because we're you know, we're, we're in this kind of work, and so we have a level of awareness. But most people don't know that behind that concrete money transaction, there is an energetic transaction always going on between us and the universe. And that's where I zero in, and with my students and my, my coaching clients, uh, bring them to... A, 
a realization, a, a new level of awareness of this invisible side of things where the, the true work is to be done. And, you know, I'm very fond of saying, for example, and, and sometimes I'll admit, okay, I use it as a little bit of a shocker. You know, people will say, well, it, you know, my life would be perfect if I could solve my money problem. I don't believe there are money problems because mm-hmm. if, if, if money were a solution to a problem, then we could have a money problem, but money is never the solution. Mm. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah. Talk, talk a little more about that. Tease that out for me. Okay. So let's say I have someone sitting across from me or on the phone with me for the very first time, and they're struggling financially, and, and you can't see me, but I'm putting air quotes around struggling financially. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I understand that that's what it seems, it feels like that to them. It feels like a very real struggle with money, uh, with not enough money or too many bills or whatever their description of, of the current situation or circumstance or condition is. And, and you know, people will lump those kinds of issues in, into this category they call a money problem, but money's not the solution. Because if money could solve anything, it would have done so a long time ago for every person who ever had what they felt was a money problem. Oh, wow. That's, the, that's really yeah. good. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, where the problem lies, and it, it's really not so much a problem as an opportunity, is to shift the relationship to money and the free flow of financial abundance in money and, and other forms as well. Um, you know, there are financial resources, I believe, that are, are beyond money. I mean, someone to, to help you in, in some other way or someone, you know, to, to treat you to lunch, that's, that's a financial transaction that is also an energetic transaction. So... You know, money is not the solution, therefore money cannot be a problem. It's, it's an opportunity to look at, okay, is there something in my belief system? Is there something in my approach? Is there something in, in how I deal directly with the money that is blocking the freedom of flow? And, and then to, to be able to paint a vision or, or help each individual, and typically I work with women, um, I, well, probably about a third of my clients are, are men and a good many of my students, but typically in my private practice, I'm working with women to help them really articulate their, their vision of how they would love it to be and let that be the, the, the guiding light, if you will. I think it brings up a really good question, um, an opportunity for people to ask themselves, what is it do, that I grew up with or what mindset do I hold around money? You know, I for me, because sometimes you hear, you know, the stories, oh, money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, what do you mm-hmm. think I made of money? Um, for me growing up, it was someday when we're rich and famous. That's that's what I was told. Oh, Some, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, someday when we're rich and famous. Someday when we're rich and famous. And I sat back mm-hmm. going, well, when is, you know, how is that happening? And I don't see progress towards this rich and famous, right? But, it, but you know, I know for me, and just like in a relationship, there have been times that I'm, I'm more focused and I really have a healthier relationship with money. And then there's times that, you know, at one point in my life, s- several years ago, I realized that, 
I almost didn't want to know what was going on with my money. I wouldn't check it. I wouldn't look in my accounts. I wouldn't whatever because I was, I recognized that I was almost afraid of it. And I thought, wait a second, if I'm afraid of money, then I'm not allowing that to be drawn into me. I'm not allowing that to be a part of my reality. I was, and it was like this aha moment of recognizing that, wait, oh my gosh, when did I decide that I needed to be afraid of this? And, and then it, and then I changed, you know, and I, I had to see that in order to then make the change. But isn't it, it's interesting what we tell ourselves around money and how we hold that as some sort of a truth until we stop and, and recognize it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, fear is, is such a passionate emotion. And, um, you know, passion is a magnet. It's, it's, it's the most powerful, attractive force there is. And, you know, whether it's positive or negative, and fear is a very negative, passionate, emotion that repels the free flow of money and other forms of financial good in our experience. And, and I, you know, that, that blinding yourself to money is, is very familiar to me. Um, I mean, I catch myself sometimes doing that as well. And, and certainly with my clients and students, you know, some of them are, are obsessed about every single penny and they can tell you to the penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much money is in their checking account. And then there are others who say, well, I just I can't even look. I, whatever it is, I know it's not enough, mm-hmm. but I can't even look. And that's a really good place to start, though, see, because that's, that's a tangible feeling. That's a, a, I mean, imagine being in, in, in relationship with another human where you felt... Um, afraid to communicate with that person. So that's where you would start with a, a healthier level of communication. We can do that with our money as well. You know, that um, I, that really brings up a great visual because in, if we're sitting and saying that, you know, we're afraid to look at what's even there, open it up or anything like that, the I almost I almost see this like box and you just don't want to look in but you're right, it's very similar to relationship, you're afraid to there could be a fear of communication. But the fact of even being able to have the awareness that that's something that's challenging to us or to an individual begins to open up the door to conversation because I think often we're so unconscious to it, unconscious that that's how we feel about it, that um, that then there's not really, the discussion can't be had. But once people begin to recognize that... Um, that they're having that trouble with communication, that they're having that fear of, of looking into their wallets, they're having that, that fear of knowing where their money is, it begins to open up the vault of communication and then a different relationship can evolve. Well, you know, I, I I love where we're going with this. You know, you're listening right now to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman, and today we're talking about minding your money. We're talking about this conscious relationship with money and how we see it, how we view it, how we use it, and how we walk in the world with it. And um, I'm so excited to have today with us uh, Dr. Cynthia Cavalcanti, and we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and when we return, we'll keep talking about money. Be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. 
In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and today we're talking about money. We're talking about that the green stuff, or I guess in other countries, it's all sorts of colors, and uh, um, and the, the change that, that jingles in our pockets, right? We're talking about how we see it, and how we carry it, and how we take it out into the world. And today, my guest is uh, Dr. Cynthia Cavalcanti. Um, and, you know, Cynthia and I have been talking about this relationship with money. And when we're able to begin to look at, just like in a, any relationship, when we're able to begin to look at what our challenges are, then we can begin to make changes and we can begin to, um, and we can begin to creating a different relationship with it. So, you know, um, Cynthia, as we've been talking about relationship and money, like, do you notice, is there a time, like, is there a best time to begin to really look at this? Or is it, is it just, um, you know, as, as people become aware of it, do you find that, um, do you find that when they're, when they begin to become aware of it, how, how do you help people to stick with it? Like to, as people are beginning to make a change or, you know, just like any other habit, how do you help people to, to embrace what they're wanting to face and then, excuse me, to take the next steps? Well, people tend to reach out to me in one of two situations. Now there are all kinds of variations on these two themes, but in general, um, I work with a lot of women in their forties and fifties who are have a great desire to recreate themselves. So maybe a career change or, um, you know, they've lost their spouse or partner, uh, through divorce or death or something like that. So, so, a, a, a life event, um, that is inspiring them to recreate themselves. So that's one scenario. And an, an, another is, and this could be a, a woman of any age, truly who, um, it's just at a point of, of desperation. Um, you know, there's, it's not even just so much that there's not 
enough money to pay the bills, but it's about putting food on the table for the children, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And um, but but in in either case, again, and and I don't mean to sound trite when I say this, it's an opportunity because that shift can happen. And and you know, the best time to do that is is right now, right this minute, today. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, I mean, we yeah. we can sit back and think about it and talk about it, but if there's no action with it, then we sit in the same place that we started. Yeah, and and to and, and here's what a lot of people don't realize is that um, right where you are, right where I am, right where any person is with, with whatever resources we currently have available, and, and I mean money resources, time resources, and physical, mental, emotional energy resources. So time, money, and energy resources, right where we are with those resources is, is the exact right place. And... and it's, it's, sometimes it takes just suspending disbelief, not even embracing a new belief, but temporarily suspending disbelief that mm. it could be better, okay? And, and just saying, okay, I'm going to try this. I will try it for 24 hours. I will communicate with my money. I will look at the balances. I will look at the bills. I will open the bills. And... And having that realization that whatever we think our resources are, we always have way more than, than is apparent in, in a given moment. And that even a tiny shift, again, we're in this energetic transaction with the universe all along on the invisible side, and so that's where it, it, it's a quantum leap. You know, I've had women start out by sending... $5 on an account they might owe 10000 on, and where an, an accountant or a financial planner might say, well, that's not going to make any difference. Energetically, it makes a huge difference, and I, it makes a difference in their self-esteem and in their personal power. I agree with you. You know, I think part of sometimes what happens is is this a whole idea of the all or nothing principle. Like, like yeah. <clears throat> in order for me to pay the, off that ten thousand dollar bill, I've got to be able to accumulate ten thousand dollars and pay it off all at once. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. You know, or I have to pay it off in thousand dollar increments. Or I have to pay it off in five hundred dollar increments. Or I have to pay it off in you know whatever whatever the story. Because we all have a story. There's some story that's running in our head, and you know, um, and so if, if we're embracing that and saying, wait, stop, stop, stop. Look, if I put a little bit in, if I start to put something in, I start to put something in, it's, it makes a difference. And, and most importantly, it makes a difference to me. It makes a difference to the person that's doing it. Well, it does. The hardest step to take is that first step. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if the first step is the whole $10,000 or $5 or $10. It's about taking the step. It has nothing to do with the number. Because then you're moving molecules. You know, when you do something different, when you, for a moment, suspend the disbelief, suspend the fear, and take that little step, you're moving molecules. Now, how do you begin? Like, where do you, what do you tell people, where do you tell people to start in this process? Where do you, where do you tell people to start to really, um, when they do that first kind of like self-assessment? I have them look at five areas. And 
So this would be in, in the 30-day challenge. This would be day one. And, um, you know, I look at, have them look at five key areas. And, and the question, and I want it to be lighthearted, and I want it to be almost verging on the ridiculous, and I want it to be fun. So the, the question <coughs> that they ask themselves is, okay, if I had a million dollars, I would... And, and so the five areas are, you know, what would you pay off? Because that's almost always the first thing. I mean, sure. Most people don't immediately, some guys will say, well, I'd buy a Ferrari. <laughs> Not to generalize, but mostly people will say, well, I would pay off my student loans. I would pay off my credit card debt or whatever. How much would you pay off? Okay. And then uh, what would you buy for yourself? Where would you travel? Who would you share some of the money with and how much? And then what organization or uh, cause would, would you share with? And these are five fairly general areas, but I think they really help start sparking people's imaginations. And, and I encourage them to really let the sky be the limit and... and not have any holdbacks. I mean, it's, it's almost a game in that moment, you know, the what would you do if. So in, in the case of your family, maybe when, okay, so when we're rich and famous, what are we going to do in these five areas? <laughs> <laughs> because most people want to pay off some debt. Most people have some things they would like to purchase. Most people have a desire to travel or travel more. Most people are generous and want to give money to, you know, their friends or family members. And most people, and, and, you know, as a minister, I hear this a lot. Well, I would give more if I had more. Mm. (laughs) And so shifting that to, well, you know, you can give a little something and it doesn't even have to be money. But again, it's about taking that step. So that's where I start with those five areas. And then just sort of deepen the process, you know, to take a day to work on each one and then fold in other life principles that are critical to a healthy, ongoing money mindset practice. Well, and I think that's important. You know, we are talking about the importance of understanding this is a practice. It's a, it's, it's, it's an exercise, just like physical exercise. It's a practice that, you know, we continue to evolve with and grow with. I often tell people, you know, if you quickly are sitting there and you're thinking, I'm not really sure what my mindset is around money, think about what you would teach a child about money. And then you're going to quickly understand <laughs> and see for yourself what your mindset is. But then as we become, as we make it a practice, as I become aware of it, as I, you know, do like the, the five steps that you were talking about, then I can, I, I feel more comfortable with it. The vernacular, the, the dialogue with it becomes different. The, how I'm understanding it becomes different. And I'm not even talking about how I'm understanding it as far as, you know, what I've invested in, how I'm understanding it as far as how it's affecting my life. Yeah. And have I been so focused on it that I've missed out on everything else? And, you know, and sometimes there are really tough questions to ask. When, you know, when I first um, left 
you know, a form, formal employment and I went out to work for myself, I remember having real discussions with myself about, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and work for myself. I have no idea what this first year is going to look like. I have no idea, you know, and, and I have a home, I have responsibilities, I have these bills, I have whatever. And I know for myself, I had to come to a real place of knowing that, okay, I'm going to go, my need to go out and step out for myself and work for myself was my need was greater than my fear of losing everything. And I had to know that I would be okay if for some reason financially I couldn't hold on to what I at that point called everything, my home, my, you know, being in California, things of that nature. And that was, right. that was, that was a tough place. I mean, money, there, there are tough discussions that come from money and allowing ourselves to, to, to let go of that and really look at what's important um, and what's of true value to us. And the idea of not having to do it all at once. Right. And, you know, not having to figure out, okay, if I leave my so-called real job and become self-employed in California with a home and responsibilities, I don't have to know everything in advance. Right. Yeah, to to lean in and step out on faith. and, And, you know, whether a person is religious or not, just you know, faith in self and, and knowing that for today, taking one step today is enough. And then you take another step tomorrow. And over time, those small steps taken sequentially and consistently, that's how you would get up Mount Everest, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step at a time. There's no, there's no other way to it, right? <laughs> well, no, no. Not that would count. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, brings up another interesting piece. You know, money, I think for many, is very private conversation. And I get that. You know, it is, like I mentioned before, a very vulnerable topic at times for people. Um, and yet... Again, when we're able to reach out to someone such as yourself, you know, that that's talking about money and, and money mindset, as we're able to reach out to a financial planner, as we're able to have discussions about it and, and find then that we're not, A, all alone in our in our thinking, but B, that there's that support out there to help us as we're bridging that gap and understanding money and understanding how it relates in our life. And so... It, it opens up a different relationship even with those around us. And again, I, I would, you know, caution you obviously want to pick people that you trust and that, um, you know, that you feel you have that, that you feel would hold, you know, whatever you're sharing in, in high regard and respect. But it's, you don't have to do it by yourself. It's really important not to do it by yourself because that's where that shutting down of the communication starts to happen. And then, then the dialogue happens inside our head, and it tends to be a fear-based dialogue. Um, it's, it's so helpful to have you know, a, a mentor or a coach or a close friend or someone. You, know, you don't go out on the street and have a money conversation with everybody who walks by, but it's really important to be able to have it with someone. And someone, like you say, who you trust and who has your best interest at heart and who's not going to smack you down or say, you know, you've, you've, you've already tried that a hundred times. You've tried to pay your debt off a hundred times and you've never been successful. Someone who will just 
listen and say, you know, I'm here for you, and and congratulations for taking this step today. What do you ha- What are you going to do tomorrow? And and you know, what does your week look like in terms of this this new dialogue you're having around money, this new relationship you're creating with money? So what are some practical tools? What are some things that people can start doing today to to start looking at their mindset around it and to start changing their relationship and to start attracting it? Well, I have, um, I, I would say number one is to have a vision. But if that sounds overwhelming to someone, then I would say just, you know, we, we used the analogy earlier of, 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 an interpersonal relationship and opening up a new level of dialogue and communication with another person. Open up a new level of dialogue and communication with your money. Um, if if you are shutting down around bills or balances and those kinds of things, just take a real look. Give, take five minutes and just, you know, take a look. Go to online banking and just... See what the balance is. Know what you're dealing with. Take a deep breath because it can't kill you. It, it might not look pretty in the moment, but that's, that's really the first step. And, you know, I, I feel like that has to be followed, though, by something immediately that feels really good. So that could be something as simple as a, a five-minute gratitude exercise. You know, if, if, if the money looks like not a lot, or not enough, and the bills look huge, and and it's so much more apparent what's missing rather than what is there. Then even even a ten item gratitude list. You know, we can stand in any room or be sitting in our car at a red light and look around and find ten things to to be grateful for. And that instantly shifts into more of an abundance mindset. And that's important, I think, to do and or just to keep as a practical tool when when someone's facing any challenge. When we sometimes get stuck in whatever we're doing, when if we stopped and did and we're able to stop and focus on gratitude for a minute. And I would even say if you're doing it, let's say you're sitting and paying your bills and you're sitting, you know, at the desk or at the table and you're right in front of the checkbook and you're like, oh, wait, I need to stop and and be grateful. I would even say get up from that spot, walk to a different space, go outside, breathe some air, have your moment, come back in because then it also, it, it kind of resets everything. It's sort of then yeah. you can get up, you shift physically, you shift the energy, emotionally you shift the energy. And then you can, and you can even, even if, you know, if it's a little prayer, a little mindful thing of saying, okay, help me to see this with fresh eyes, or I'm going to see this with fresh eyes and, and sit and then, and then see what happens. But sometimes we just even physically have to get up and move and shift the energy and then come back um, to that place. Yeah, and literally get a change of perspective. Exactly. I, I'm yeah. totally with you on that. You know, you're listening to Mindset Reset Live with Prudence Gensman, and today we're talking about minding your money. We're talking about how are you relating to money? What is your perspective about money? And how are you allowing it to influence or not influence your life? 
you know? And so as we're talking about this influence in this relationship and practical tools to start taking a look at it. And, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk some more about these practical tools and, and just a few more morsels about money and, and we'll go from there. So we'll be right back after our commercial break. See you then. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. Today we're talking about money and the relationship. The reality of a relationship and an understanding of money. And it's interesting because I suspect, um, you know, we're talking with uh, Dr. Cynthia Cavalcanti. You know, I suspect that if we look at our relationship with money, that probably generalizes to other areas in our life as well. What other, you know, is is our how does it parallel our relationship with work? How does it parallel our relationship with other people? Do you see that? Do you see a pattern in in how people relate to money and 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 how it maybe shows up in other areas of their life? Oh, absolutely. And um, you know, I'm fond of the old saying that goes, uh, you know, a rising tide raises all boats. And when oh. you start to address your relationship to money, then your relationship with everything else in your life begins to improve, too. And, and granted, there might be areas that don't need a whole lot of improvement, but everything gets better as a result. And, you know, that's about the consciousness. Again, that's further proof, I think, that it's, it's not about the money itself. It's about how we relate to all forms of good in our life. And from what level of awareness, it's really so important to to be awake and and be aware. I just saw the vision of, uh, you know, the, the, the half empty cup, you know, is it half empty or is it half full? 
And the truth is, is that we can keep refilling it any, any and every time, you know, um, and the, sometimes yeah. the cup's bigger and sometimes it's smaller. So having just one vision of the cup is, is a, a falsity because the cup is always changing and our vision of it is always changing. And so we get to, we get to change that. We, well, it's all a choice. It's, you know, bottom line, all of it's a choice. And so how, um, I think it's important to see how I'm relating to one thing and how it's affecting other things and how often that pattern's happening with me. You know, I, I'll never forget, um, I was listening to Susie Orman. Um, it was on a radio show or something, and she she said something that struck me. She said, you know, I can I can walk into someone's office, and based on just seeing their office for two seconds, I can tell you what their financial situation looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really powerful. You know, it's, you know, are you, do you have clutter hidden in, inside of a desk drawer? You know, is that where your money, do you have stuff hidden away in your receipts and your bills and your, you know, or is they, are things chaotic? Are they organized? Are they, um, but I'll never forget that, you know, how, how our outside reflects our inside. The outer reality reflects our inner reality. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. And... The, the best news of all is that we can change that. As soon as we're Absolutely. aware of it, we can change that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, so what do you tell yourself? So when you're stuck or when you have moments, what mindsets do you find are helpful or what principles for you are helpful um, to get unstuck or to, to move the energy? I have a question that I ask myself and it, some version of, of this. What can I do right now right where I am with the resources I currently have. That's, that's really good. Repeat that again. I, I, want you to, I want people to hear that one again. Okay. What can I do right now, right where I am, with the resources I currently have? And by resources, I mean money, time, and energy. So not tomorrow and not when I'm somewhere else, and not when I have more money or more time or more energy. Right now, right where I am with the resources I currently have. And I, that's what I call a highly calibrated question because it invites very powerful, actionable answers from the universe, from the divine wisdom. Um, as You know, I... I hear a lot of people say, well, how am I going to pay these bills? Or how am I going to get to the end of the month uh, with this little money? Those are low-frequency, non-calibrated questions. So what what can I do right now, right where I am, with the resources I currently have? I, I really like that. You know, I um, yeah. there's, there's a practice I take people through sometimes of, you know, looking at um, getting all these thoughts out of our head, getting them on paper, prioritizing. And one of the sections I have them put in, you know, besides the finance stuff, I, they have a finance section for sure. But then a right now section, like how can I, especially when money might be the issue, is what things can I be doing right now that generate money? What what are these things? Because then it, it begins to, it creates the to-do list. Oh, I need to send out this invoice or I need to deposit this check or I need to follow up with this. I need to, um, you know, it, it creates the things so I can immediately see 
see or I can show them immediately what things can be done. And, and it sometimes just helps to even get things on paper because when we let them run around in our head, they're not very organized. When we get it on paper, it gives that visual reminder of, oh, wait, there's, there's something more here and, and let, me, let me take a look. So I really like that. What can I do right now, right where I am with the resources I currently have? And I mm-hmm. think I think that's that's important. What um, what would you say if you had one big tip, one big tip to give people of a place to um, I don't want to just say a place to start, but uh, but I'll just say that for for lack of a word right now. Where what do you think is the most important thing for people to remember about money and about this relationship? That we live in an abundant universe, and it is an infinitely abundant universe. And while we all have the same birthright to that abundance, it doesn't show forth in the experience or the life of the person who doesn't believe it is possible. Mm. And that's the differentiator right there. And I think when we sit back and we can hold gratitude, think about gratitude. When we think about abundance, think about it in everything. When somebody offers to treat you to lunch, that's receiving. That's, that's energy coming towards you and receiving from a, a, a financial benefit because somebody is taking care of that. Receive it and see it and recognize it. We probably receive in that way more often than we even recognize. When somebody gives you a gift, when somebody gives you a gift of time, you know, it might not be some financial exchange, but, you know, or they haven't given you lunch, but time, value, there's a value in time. And so maybe it's taking a look at the word value and shifting how, how, what that means to us. And maybe that's the bigger discussion. I don't know. That's just popping in my head that the bigger discussion is the value of things versus the money of things, but the value. And when we can get into that discussion, it brings on a whole other life. You know, um, Cynthia, I can't even believe that we're we're getting to the end of the show. Please share. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please, I know it just happens so fast. It's a blink of an eye. But please share with everyone how they can find you. And I know that you wanted to share more about your um, 30-day uh, millionaire mindset. Yes. Yeah, so I have a 30-day program I would love to offer your listeners as a, as a gift from me. It's available at my website, which is cindymillion, C-I-N-D-Y, million.com. And, you know, try it out. It's, it's, a, it's a free program, but it's a 28 years of my life's work. It's the culmination of, of experience and research and knowledge and students and clients contributing and it's a virtual way to have your hand held and take a small step each day. And, and I promise you, if you try it, 30 days is plenty of time to establish yourself in a new, healthier relationship with money. And if anybody wants to reach out to me personally, I'm happy to give my, my private personal email, which is Cynthia at CindyMillion.com. I respond to that personally, and I'm more than happy, again, as my gift to to help you move through any kind of challenge or offer some advice or just uh, some encouragement, whatever is helpful. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for being on today's show. I, um, you know, as I shared in the beginning, when we talk about money, I I wanted to find... 
the right person to have the right discussion. So I value all that you've brought to the table today, and I so look forward to um, continuing to have more discussions with you and, and sharing the work that you do. Thank you so much. Take care, and we'll be in touch soon. Okay, bye-bye. You know, as we're talking about minding your money, as we're talking about the value of things, the value that we place on things, which is kind of what it comes down to, right? You know, when we go out to buy something new, what's the value that we are willing to place on something? If you think about it in those terms, you know, are you, if you're, if you're, buying food, let's say, you're buying some kind of food, is there a value that you place on that food? Do you buy the cheapest? Do you buy the most expensive? Do you buy something in between? Now, if you're sitting back and you're making sure that your children are fed and and the value is important and you have limited resources, you know what value you hold within you energetically that you want to provide. And so part of what we're talking about is how I value what I'm doing to nourish in this case, nourish my children, to nourish those that I'm feeding. It might not always get to look the way I want it, but the energy is there in what I'm giving. You know, um, if, if I could if I could take my whole family out for the most elaborate, lavish dinners and, and get to enjoy and be decadent, you know, I want them to always have and have those resources. That's the value that I hold and I place on being being able to to provide. And and yet obviously financially, that's probably not the best way to spend money. But I think it's really interesting to look at this value of it and how we what we place value on. And and one of the biggest, quickest ways to do that is to take a look around your space. Take a look around your space. And the things that we hold and the things that we have in our space, what value do we place on them and what energy are they taking from us? Money is a really big topic. Money has a lot of taboo to it, but money also has a lot of celebration to it. And the truth is, is it all comes back to what we started with. It's what's our relationship and what relationship do we want to continue to foster? So as you know, every week, I love to give you the Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge. This really gives you an opportunity of all the things that we talk about in the shows. You know, there's lots of practical tools. There's lots of tips. There's lots of information. But if you did nothing else, take a look at the one, the Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge. So this week, I challenge you to stop for a minute and take a look at how you value money, how you think about money, and how is it affecting your life. How is your view on money affecting your life? And what three practical things, what three things can you begin to do right now to shift and enhance your relationship with money? Because you might have a beautiful relationship with money, and that's wonderful. You know, that's, that's fantastic. That's another side of this, too. And if you don't, it gives you both ways to take a look at what do you value How are you seeing money? And what steps can you take to enhance your relationship with money? If you have a great relationship, how can you continue to have a great relationship with it? If if you're having challenges with it, how can you begin to see it in a whole new light and take those steps? It's really important to give it legs. It's really important to see yourself stepping out 
and being able to make some choices around it and building that relationship and giving it legs, letting it get out there in the world. And then notice how you begin to feel and the excitement that comes with it because now you're seeing that you are making those changes and that you are allowing yourself that space and time. Thank you so much, as always, for being a part of our show here at Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach us, mindsetreset.com is the fastest, easiest way to find us. You can also email me at askprudence at mindsetreset.com. And as always, just know that there's power in your choice. There's power in, in stepping out and consciously saying, I want to change the way that I'm thinking because I'm ready to win in my life. And so with that, I wish for you abundant blessings, and we'll talk again next week. Congratulations on your decision to start living your someday dreams today. Mark your calendar to join Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. Remember, you can embrace the power of your mind to create the dreams of your heart. And it begins right now. Right now.